This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, welcome back. 25 minutes before we wrap up today's edition of Power Talk. Of course, the Knoxman in for the Queen of Hearts, Lara Tombele. She's back with you tomorrow. And we know that from 12 until the hour 3, it's going to be Pabi Mloi on the Power Lunch and then 3 to 6, Jovejo Tabisokotano on the Power Drive. All right, this is the Master Atlas, the art of the perfect scent, perfumery. Aha. Uh-huh. Yo, look at those perfumes already there. None do you got to tweet because from a distance you could see it's class. And I wonder, I can't afford those. I really can't afford those ones. They look exquisite. Maybe they also smell exquisite. Sabonga Mzimela, you're a fragrance expert. Yes. What is a fragrance? Is it fragrance or fragrance? So... <laughs> Um, hello, everyone, and uh, thank you for having me on your show. Um, it's, I think it's a huge honor to be here with you guys and just share a little bit about my passion. So what I'd say, it's fragrance. Um, but the Fragrance. Fragrance, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. But um, because um, perfumery comes directly, the most popular place is um, France. And uh, the capital of perfumery in France is called Gras. So they, the word in French, perfume, stands for fragrances. Mm-hmm. So hence why nowadays when you speak about perfume, people think of fragrances because directly translated in French, it's fragrances. Yeah. So that's how it is, yeah. Interesting indeed. You know, my producers here, um, they run a production company called Cheese Boy and Cheese Girl. Production. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so they've written my notes yeah. uh, that talking about uh, this, uh, the 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 scent can determine a person's mood. Yes. I said, how so? Can it? You know, it says you know mm. the scent can exactly can determine a person's mood. So um, for, for my, myself, I've got a collection of over 100 uh, fragrances. I'm a collector. So <laughs> when you have a large collection, if you have a small collection, when you're wanting to get a fragrance, it has to match a lot of things. And your mood is one of them because there are scents that are, are uplifting. When you put it on, it just puts a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. And one of the, there's also things called notes that are ingredients in the fragrance themselves. So things like lavender. Lavender by nature is uplifting. That's why you see it in so many household products. Mm-hmm. Also, you see with diffuser and all of that, lavender is always one of the biggest used because lavender is uplifting. So if I've got a, um, having a bad morning and I want to have the best day possible, I know that whatever fragrance I'm going to use has to have a lot of lavender in there. So I know it's going to automatically uplift me. Yeah. Siabonga, I'm going to ask you the, this question because... This is your passion. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfumery. Yes. Fragrances. There's a movie, you know. Yes. <laughs> There's a movie called A Scent of a Woman. Yes. By Al Pacino. <laughs> 
and you must tell me that you watched that movie because you're a man of sense. So to be to be honest, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you, yeah. um, I haven't uh, watched. I've heard, but yeah. um, for some reason, just haven't across uh, came across to watching, watching. it. Ah, okay. um, but here, mm. as I'm saying, um, you will school me. I'm still a bit younger, <laughs> so it's something that I can go and watch, watch, and then I can always share what I think about it. Yeah. Um, but um, I know that a lot of the fragrance uh, movies that have got fragrance inside the 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 depiction of it is sometimes at a more higher level where you find a normal person can either resonate or not resonate because of the stuff they talk about they speak about perfumers they talk about the process of making it and all of that mm. so essentially um people like myself um help people um understand the basics of perfumery all the way to the more higher level because i've got a few friends that are actual perfumers themselves yeah. that make perfumes oh, and okay. yeah mm. i've also been fortunate enough um to be invited of first of its kind in africa a fragrance workshop where the IFF, which is um, International Flavor and Fragrance, they're the ones that have make ingredients for all your top brands, um, perfumery. So I've had the honor of being in the same space with them, going through a masterclass with them, and mm. just enhancing my knowledge and skill. Yeah. All right. Fantastic stuff. So to us who are not specialists in this field, we keep on hearing names. Yes. Whether that perfumery or not, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But... <laughs> You hear Owen saying, Xay, Noxman, uh, buy me a deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> Someone say, buy me a cologne. Yes. And somebody buy me a perfume. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> okay, I, I love I love that, and um, your um, that's one of the biggest questions I always get from people when mm. I um, I'm consulting with them. Yeah. And um, the biggest thing, just to um, brush off uh, this thing about cologne and perfume and all of that, yeah. so everybody knows that with regards to cologne. It was never originally um, the name for men's fragrances, cologne, as we know it now. Yeah. Back in the, between the 60s and the 80s in America, there was a big culture and around the world as well where you use an aftershave um, after you've shaven to make sure that you also smell great. Now, the word cologne came from where the concentration of the aftershave was a cologne concentration, which is usually one of the lowest concentrations you can find in perfumery. Mm. So because um, they knew fragrances are called perfume, because remember I said the birthplace was essentially in France mm. and perfume stands for fragrances in their language. They felt perfume was too feminine. Mm. So hence why they went with the word cologne. Yeah. So now till this day around the world, men, when they call a perfume, they call it cologne. Mm. But even if you say perfume, it's still fine yeah. because perfume doesn't distinguish a lady's fragrance or a men's fragrance. Mm. And when you get to the more expensive, of fragrances mm -hmm. where they're called niche or indie means that they're independent they only do fragrances and niche they only do fragrances as well they don't do any other stuff because when we look at your other bigger brands uh, they do they call designers because they do clothing they do uh, bags they do mm -hmm. all of that stuff but mm -hmm. when it gets to niche and indie they only do fragrances that's mm -hmm. why the price of them is more expensive those are the ones where you'll find at the shops in Santon or in Hyde Park those type of places but mm. usually when you get to that level they're unisex 
Mm, okay. So mm. a man and a woman Women can wear can them. Wear them. So yeah. whether it's cologne or perfume, it doesn't mm. matter because they're all unisex. Mm. So mm. that's how you can distinguish it between uh, the different words that are being used. But from today, you can use cologne with no problem. I don't mind, you yeah. know, because at least you also know where it comes from, and and guys feel more confident saying cologne. Yeah. Being a Tuesday, the masterclass, the art of a perfect scent, uh, perfumery, and of course in the studio we're joined by. Fragrance expert, Siabonga Mzimela. But I want us to focus on the level Yabo Owen, deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> Where does it fall in? Is it a perfume which So, so deodorant, um, mm. deodorant is, um, I'd say, it's the beginning of having a scent on you. So okay. even myself, I struggled mm. with sinus uh, growing up. So yeah. I mm. only started really wearing a fragrance when I was 25. Um, before that, um, it was just overpowering for me. Yeah. So very I used strong. to wear X. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? I was yeah. a very strong X. I think there was <laughs> a, a dark chocolate or something like that see, that I used to yeah. love, um, mm. that one mm. there. And so I think it's a beginning. It's a, yeah. it's a start because when you put a deodorant on, mm. maximum it'll last you about two to two and a half hours. Two to two and a half hours. Hundred percent. I will. And people don't don't know that it lasts two to two and a half hours. What happens is that because um, you spray it very heavy on yeah. your garments and mm. still put a little bit on your skin, mm. you find that you can still smell it. But if you put your nose against your t-shirt, yeah. whatever you're wearing, mm. but in terms of it projecting, other people be yeah. able to smell you. Mm. It's after two and a half hours it's they gone. can't unless somebody really comes and hugs you and they're ready get their nostrils close to your garment, <laughs> yeah. then they can smell it. Uh, but I usually say it's good while you're still in um, high school or mm. you're in starting your work. Or if you're not really a fragrance person, mm. maybe because of sinus and stuff like that, then yeah. deodorant is fine. Mm. But there are also fragrances to cater for different situations from price point yeah. to um, sinuses yeah. to different stuff like that. So that's why it's important to educate people that you don't need to stick to deodorant because you're afraid of um, how strong the fragrances will be. There's a different level even there where you can fit in. So Owen, you hear deodorant this startup hack. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't be working now for Power FM and still wearing deodorants. I, I, must, I must hook him up. Definitely. I must hook you up. Definitely. Yeah, no, I'll put him in the game. <laughs> <laughs> you see, my brother, I do things for you. Yeah. yeah. Courtesy of Cheese Boy yeah. and Cheese Girl Production. <laughs> Alright, interesting. Let's talk about now the the quantity, yes, you know, because yo, some people if they love a perfume yes. or a cologne, it's like they swim in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, is are there guidelines as to how you use it, or it or it depends on on people? Because mm. some people, unfortunately, you find that naturally they've got yes. uh, an odor, um, yes, and maybe they've consulted. There isn't much they can do about it, uh, yes. which is a bit unfortunate and so on but some people jay um they just want you to feel especially if they yes. buy an expensive perfume, perfume to say <laughs> i want you to smell Not me yeah. to smell me because this thing is worth so much, much and so yeah. on other guidelines in terms of how you use it. okay so yeah. I'll, I'll do it quickly in a, in a two-step the first uh, step i would say is that you need to know the type of concentration of the fragrance that you're putting on because that also determines how much it projects so in, in perfume we call it projection and we also call it silage 
or mm. if you want to put a little bit of um, flavor, you call it siash, you know? Ah, okay. So um, essentially, there's different type of concentrations where there's um, eau de cologne, as I spoke about earlier on. There's EDT, which is eau de toilette. Then there's eau de parfum. Then there's parfum. And then there's the most concentrated, which is extrait de parfum. So usually perfumes come with oil and alcohol. Mm. So that's why you find even in the Middle East that they use a lot of just oils because of they're not allowed to um, utilize, um, for example, alcohol. Mm. So that's why they only use oil-based because perfumery has oil and alcohol. alcohol. Ah. So once you remove the alcohol, it's called perfumer's alcohol. Once you mm. remove the alcohol, then you only got oil. And that's why you find a lot in the Middle East, they use a lot of oils. They're also called atars, which are the small ones okay. for that reason because of, of that. So once you go to different concentrations, it's where the higher the concentration is, it means the more oil there is in the fragrance. Yeah. So when you get to extractive parfum and you get to parfum, that's where the oils are much more strong. I mean, it'll last longer but also as well will project more. Mm. In some cases, you find where there's an EDT or an EDP which will last long and also project heavy, but most of the times when you had perfume or the perfume and extracts the it, it lasts a lot longer and projects more. Mm. So now going back to now I'm wearing a fragrance and people they overspray. And yeah. I'm a big advocate of saying people must understand their fragrance so they don't overspray. Mm. If you're overspraying, for example, an oud fragrance, mm. by nature oud is a resin and the oud itself is very strong and powerful mm. so they tell you when you buy an oud fragrance that you need to at least do three sprays mm. max four or five yeah but also the environments if you had work like now you had work you most of the time do maximum five sprays but if you're wearing an oud fragrance it must be a pleasant oud otherwise you'll mm. chase everybody away okay so rather do mm. two sprays mm. so you don't offend people mm. once you do more than that you're now starting to offend people because yeah. in the office there are people who are not really fragrance people yes. and they might take it the wrong way mm. when you find oud fragrance yako, and you're thinking <laughs> yes and i'm the man meanwhile yeah. you're chasing people out and you wonder why people don't want to sit next to you yeah so when you're wearing a strong fragrance with strong concentration mm. do at least three sprays okay maximum three sprays and that should give you for the whole day but if you're wearing a fresh fragrance, something that's very fresh, aquatic, because it doesn't project heavy, it doesn't last as long, then you can go a bit heavy, like four, five, even seven sprays there. And then it'll be very pleasant. So those guys and ladies who like to overspray, please think about the people around you. When you're at an event or at a lounge or at a club and place like that, then you're allowed to um, do a little bit more because you're in a large environment. People are wearing different fragrances and everybody's competing. But if you're at work or in a meeting or going to a place like that, be considerate of other people because where a fragrance you might think is, yeah, it's the best yeah. and I'm doing the, the, the most with it, mm. it might be offending somebody. Indeed. Yes. The voice of uh, Siabonga Mzimela, fragrance expert here on the Tuesday's edition of the Masterclass, the art of the perfect sense, perfumery. And you can hear the passion there. So basically, this is not his job, it's his passion. Mm. So it's not working, it's living his passion, mm. it's living his dream. So I see our fashion guru, um, Owen, Rifilwe yeah. Matsela. I think she's listening. I suspect she's listening. Yeah. And she must be loving this conversation because she's a fashion guru. So, Fifi, don't wait for your show at three with Tabiso Kotani. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to make a contribution because you are a fashion guru, feel free. If you want to send us a question to Sia, send us that particular question because I know this is 
your expertise. This is your field. So, Siabonga, we spoke about concentration. Yes. And we need to bring this unfortunate aspect, which does happen. Mm. Knockoffs. <laughs> yes. So, where somebody will come with, a, you know, what you see like a legit perfume mm. or cologne. Uh, but we are told, but you will then later on find out that the scent, if, if maybe you can compare a, a knockoff and mm. uh, and uh, and the original one, you, you, you will see. So, yes. but then how does it happen? It, because they say maybe they fill in a little bit of water, they reduce. I don't know how it does it mm. work. So, but how, do, because normally they say smell first, okay? So you do this thing. How do, can you detect really okay. a, a, a difference between the real Makoya and a knockoff. Yes. Um, thank you for that one because it's a big topic in the country and some people shy away from it, but I'm not. So I'm just going to hit it directly on the head. So there are three things that people need to know and understand. And I'm just going to do away with some couple of myths that have been around. So the first one, when we speak specifically of a knockoff, it means um, essentially that it's a knockoff. It's not the original thing. So it means that it's been watered down. So there's an element of water that's been included. Because remember, fragrances on it's got alcohol and also got oil. oil. So yeah. once you add water, you're watering it down. It's no longer a proper fragrance now there. And you find a lot of these um, type of things will pop up on um, various platforms where they're very cheap. You'll see even the price will be like four ninety nine for a fragrance that you know is about 3.5 at one of the top retailers. Mm -hmm. Then when you put them on your skin, most of the time, you'll tell the difference because after uh, maybe an hour or two, the fragrance is no longer smelling. Or when you actually smell it, you can smell that mm -mm, this is something is added to here. Mm. But then there's also something which we call clones and also inspired by. So those two are not knockoffs. So a clone is what you'll find by using it to buy. So those are not Knockoffs. knockoffs yeah. Those are actually clones. So, mm. for example, they clone a an expensive fragrance, mm. and they give you seventy to about ninety percent close to what the original will smell like at a much more cheaper price, like ten percent of what the price would be of the original. So that's why you find it's such a big it's such a big industry um, now currently, and the, even the algorithm. If you look at all the platforms, are going towards it because the different economies, whether it's internationally, locally, are struggling and people can no longer afford what they used to afford before. So people want to smell expensive, but at a cheaper price. So that's why the clone game has increased. Siabong, <laughs> there's a movie I saw, it's a pity I forgot the name, yes. of cloning. Yes. Because they were doing it in a, prop, in a, in a proper, proper factory. It's just proper that they stuff. were hitting the owners. Yes. So ultimately, they were, they were selling... The guys who were hitting the owners, yes. they were selling the cloned ones mm. to the to the to the industry, yes. and it just upset the whole thing. Exactly. So there was a movie about that. Yeah. I do hear. So you spoke about knockoffs cloning, and then and then the, the last one yeah. we call it inspired by. Ah. So inspired, inspired by. by. So ah. inspired by mm. is not a direct clone because a clone it's a carbon copy. You know, yeah. but inspired by it takes a lot of the main a lot of the main notes of a specific fragrance that it's trying to interpret, then adds a little bit of a twist. 
for example if the main notes of the fragrance are going to be off the top lemon is going to be rose and then the base is going to be oud then what they do they'll add something different maybe add a bit of extra florals where they'll add mtlambe jasmine or neroli so now it's no longer a clone it's inspired by because no longer the exact same as the one that's before mm. so those are inspired by yeah so those are three differences, but knockoffs, I, I, I tell the guys all the time, make sure where you're buying it from is um, a reliable source. And if they want to ask, what people ask me on a daily basis, whether this is fake or this is what, even the more expensive ones, um, before we end, I'll leave my socials. You guys can just ask, find out from me. Mm-hmm. And then we've also got people um, that are same in the industry like me that also um, speak about fragrances. They have videos where they'll speak about this stuff as well. Okay. Now, besides talking to to us like Power yeah. FM about perfumery, what do you do in terms of your business? What is what is your business model? Do you sell perfumes? Do you promote perfumes? What so happens? essentially, mine is very vast, and yeah. it's something that's uh, not done very big in in the country. Mm-hmm. So it's um, different steps. The first one is that because of my passion, I do consulting as well. In fact, that's how I really started was in consulting, where I'd sit down um, with a few people, whether famous or non-famous, corporate, non-corporate, and then I'd take them through the journey of perfumery, mm-hmm. tell them the different type of scents from fresh scents all the way to uh, what we call gourmand. So mm-hmm. gourmand uh, means edible in mm-hmm. French. Okay. So those are fragrances that smell like it's edible. It's got caramel, cacao, <laughs> you know, um, coffee, you know, um, so oh, wait, sweet Please stuff. don't eat. <laughs> don't, don't eat. Yeah. It, it just smells like food, but it's not food. Exactly. You see, when you upgrade from a deodorant to, we got to make sure that we we write cautions. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. take them to the whole thing. So that yeah. the consulting was essentially how I started. Then I got someone telling me that you need to start charging because this this what you do is amazing stuff. I've never been consulted this way, and this is yeah. before you even go into a store mm. to buy a fragrance. Mm. So by going through me, you mm. already know what, what might be your fit so when you go and speak to somebody in the perfumery store mm-hmm. you have at least an idea so they can't sway you towards a fragrance because maybe from there in the store this is the fragrance that's not selling yeah. so they'll sway you towards this one mm-hmm. so you can be able to get it. now you've got a more educated opinion yeah. then I've also got a um, a model where I do collabs so I've currently got a fragrance that's out called Intogozo so it's named after my mother oh. so it means happiness my mother's mm-hmm. name was Intogozo mm-hmm. so um, I did with a, a um, company called Zoom Zuko Beauty. Okay. So with them, I collaborated and I took all the notes that are my favorite mm-hmm. and then they were able to put it together for me and produce a scent. So I've got um, a sample for uh, the three gentlemen here today. So yeah. I'll give you guys so you can taste it out, you know. Chavi, and then chav. the other part is also I do sourcing of hard to get fragrances for people because I import a lot of my fragrances. Ah, okay. 60% mm-hmm. of my fragrances I import. Yeah. So I import them and people, they sometimes want discontinued stuff or mm-hmm. stuff that's available in the country so i make sure i get them in for them Mm. which is another thing which is unique and then also on our website we also have a couple of those fragrances that people have asked me to say can you please bring this fragrance in for us and these are mostly coming from my followers so i don't really have like i'm not a full retailer that has Mm. hundreds and hundreds of fragrances Mm. but Mm. i do service to um the people that are my followers and also people that i know bring in fragrances that are hard to get um at a very reasonable price, which is still much more cheaper than you'll find at yeah. retail. 
before we we conclude let's talk about the price ranges the price uh, ranges particularly yeah. your frequencies uh, starting with the favorite in Togozo. So in Tawazo, it's, um, it's got the highest oil concentration, which I wanted it because I know in South Africa, um, when I spoke to the guys from the IFF, the trend in Africa and South Africa is for strong, robust fragrances. So I took that and I said, let me give it the highest concentration within an extract de parfum. So that one there, it's 960 for 100 ml. Oh, 960 for 100 ml and oh, it's an extract. Okay. So yeah. Five sprays should last you the whole day with no problem. On my skin, it's about nine to ten hours. Okay. And then when you're looking at um, the different other price ranges of fragrances, remember, I'm well connected Mm -hmm. in the industry. So if you're wanting something like a Dubai fragrance because your pocket is below 600 Rand, I can organize that. But I can go as as high as even 10,000 Rand um, per fragrance. And I've got various partners that I work with, like your niche perfumery, which have supplied me with a lot of fragrances they get fragrances even before they hit some of the retailers here. Mm. So um, depending on how your pocket is, I can be able to sit down with you, cater for you and make a plan. I tell you, what's the timeline for me importing it, you getting it, and then um, it, I'm honest and keep in touch with you the whole time. Yeah. How do people find you in the socials? So um, on the socials, on Instagram, it's um, center, so it's S-C-E-N-T-A underscore Holics, H-O-L-I-C-S and uh, if you want to eat Email me and inquire something. It's info at center-holics.co.za, sorry, and also .com. So I've got both um, ones that you can use. And then also on Facebook, it's just pure Centerholics. And then YouTube, it's Centerholics. And then on um, the last one, which is TikTok, I'm Siabonga underscore Fragrance Guy. Siabonga, Mzimela, Siabonga. Fragrance expert there concluding today's masterclass, The Art of the Perfect Scent Perfumery. Of course, up next is The Beauty Yourself by Bimuloi on Power Lunch from 12 until the hour 3 o'clock. Nike Sanyani, Wabudu Kosi, have been doing it for the Queen of Hearts, Lara Tombele. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.